This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Good morning and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to you by our good folks at Bonneville Broadcasting. We are here at the KTAR studios in Midtown Phoenix. I'm your co-host, Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. I'm also a public information officer in Alley. That's Alley Party to my right. We're a radio show. Let's just pretend. It's like when they say in your dial, moving left to right. Correct. The Cardinals are moving down the field. See, yep. I'm doing the best. I mean, we're not how far are we from Gatos and all those guys that yeah, you we're know, not talk far sports. at all. We're right yeah, here. So absolutely. I see the sports theme that I'm doing. I see it. I like it. Okay. We've, we've talked enough about, I'm excited <laughs> for today's guest. I think that it goes without saying that today has been a day we've all been looking forward to. And we have a very, very cute guest in the studio. And I am, I am talking Dan about Dan. Cute. Dan, he is pretty cute, but also he has a pretty cute dog with him. Can you go ahead and give us an introduction to yourself and your partner here? Thank you, Allie. So, yep, my my name is Dan Volko. I'm an engineer paramedic with the Phoenix Fire Department. Worked with Rob for longer than I can remember. (laughs) Oh, Um, I'm sorry. Just kidding. But yes, the other cute part here is Delta. Delta is a 14-month Labrador retriever. She is our newest member of the Phoenix Fire Department, and she is going to be our urban search and rescue dog. And, and she's already ready to work right now. She, is, like she is ready. <laughs> she is always ready to work. If I so. could paint the picture for those listening, which would be all of you, <laughs> we should. We, it, we need to have some sort of a YouTube component to this, right? There we'll, seems to be we'll every start podcast. live streaming in a visual way as well. I mean, we've talked about it on multiple fronts with our different yes. social media that everyone obviously follows for all their public safety alerts and all the cool community involvement. But we need to get this videotaped as well so people yes. can see what's going on in the studio. <laughs> yes. So we're in one of the KTR studios and there are some shadows being cast. And when I tell you this is an attractive dog, this is a dog where you know it's a professional. And when you slap a vest and a badge on a dog, I'm I'm there. I'm oh, ready yeah. to I'm ready to know everything I want to know about this dog. But the dog has picked up on some shadows in the studio. So I think so that if you to hear me, anything in the background, right, they're, that they're, is Delta. <clears throat> but we do have ready. some limited time. So why don't we dive right into really uh, what we want to talk about with Dan and Delta, because although we have a lot of fun and it's animals, um, these do- these dogs do dangerous jobs and they're highly trained and they're they're they they serve so many roles on the teams that get deployed. And I think that's what get lost in that. And I think that's what we'll talk to Dan about. So, Dan, uh, let's talk about Penn Vet, right, where we get our dogs. And then is that where Delta came from? Correct, yep. So why don't we just do a little chronological timeline. Yeah, like walk of us through how it all happened. How they identify a dog that would be considered to have yeah. that lineage to be a good, could, could deal on, uh, let's just say, you know, I mean, some of the most horrific things, building collapses, terrorist attack, uh, natural disasters. These dogs go there, and they're part of the team. That is exactly correct. So just to back up, I'll go, we'll start at the beginning. Sure. Uh, so Delta is my second search dog. Merlin is my first. He's still working and very active. Uh, so then in, in step, but they have a retirement just like all of us, right? Right. And so uh, they work till about 10 years. So Delta is 14 months. And the Penn Vet Working Dog Center is at the University of Pennsylvania. We have a wonderful partnership with those people. Uh, they do a lot of research, not just in search and rescue, but they work with police dogs, medical detection dogs. And in fact, they do uh, a lot of studies, right? They do, including Delta was a part of a cooling study. How do we keep dogs cool? Wow. So 
and a little bit more background information than you need. But basically, these dogs come to them at eight weeks, and then until eight months, they all get the same training, right? Oh. So the search and rescue dogs, the pointed-ear police dogs, the medical detection dogs, they all have the very similar program. They sh- uh, It's just like a boarding or a private school. Uh, they co- show up at seven in the morning. <laughs> and, uh, and I love I, that. And, and, and time to I, go to school. Yeah, time to go to school. And it's very bow tie and uh, plaid skirts because <laughs> it is. They are very much an Ivy League school. Yes. Right? Yeah. And, uh, Only and, the finest. Yeah. In the evenings, they live with their fosters. Um, so it's not like they're shelled up in kennels or anything mm. like that. So it is a 24 hour. 24-7 program for them, literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so they go to their fosters in the night, and then they come back 7 in the morning and do it all over again. And after eight eight months, uh, they pick their jobs. So not all pointed-ear dogs go to police work. Not all labs go to search and rescue. But th- there's certain proclivities for each of the dogs based on their traits, their uh, their genetics, and just their will. And after eight months, they start to fine-tune that job. Mm. So the professionals at Penn Vet identify strengths of the dogs? Correct. Yep. Uh, identify strengths. Uh, and really, they, they, they decide. The dog decides themselves, right? So mm-hmm. uh, Labrador Retrievers, for us, to your point, they go to – we've gone – our team has gone, including the dogs. We've gone to World Trade Center. We've gone to Oklahoma City. We've gone to – Hurricane Florence, Hurricane Katrina. Uh, so really, wherever uh, da- danger and uh, tragedy happens, these dogs are on the front line, literally. They are on the front line. So with you and Delta working together, sh- talk talk about how that works. Do they go to shift with you? Do they go home with you? Paint that picture as well. Yep. So at uh, I did one week as a transition at PennVet mm-hmm. and just kind of learning her habits and routines and what she likes, what she doesn't like. And we flew five hours across the country and she did amazing, <laughs> yeah, which awesome. I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but she uh, she did great. The, the flight the flight staff, of course, loved her. Of course. Um, now she's with us, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, Monday she she went to shift with me, and she uh, she lives with me twenty four seven, including that shift work. And she'll come in in the morning. She'll we're now trying to massage her routine into our routine, mm-hmm. which in the fire department, as Rob knows, is nothing. <laughs> Nothing is ever routine. No. And so we try to give them the stability to mm-hmm. work within and, and structure, but it's the irregular irregularity, mm-hmm. regular irregularity that we try to make them. That's a great, that's a great way to put it. Absolutely. Irregular irregularity. Yeah. yeah it's, well, like and, and, you know, Rob and I, we came on together and yep. uh, it is every day is different and uh, we sure appreciate the opportunity to, to work and serve the community, and now just we the community knows that they have an asset and a companion that is here to protect them. First and foremost, Delta is here to serve the citizens of Phoenix uh, with structural collapse. Uh, hopefully that never happens, but unfortunately the world we live in, we're ready yeah. for it, we're prepared for it, and Delta like it, uh, is, is a big part of that program. Awesome. When I look at the training that they do, we're very fortunate down at Special Operations. So the old academy that Dan and I went through you know, mm-hmm. 20 plus years ago has now transitioned into uh, it looks like a scene in a movie. We've got trucks overturned. We've got concrete slabs. We've got voids that are created on purpose. And on a hot July afternoon, well, July morning, we mm-hmm. try to be, you know, humane to the dogs. Obviously, these handlers know exactly their, their mm-hmm. workload and what we can do for them. But we hide people. 
deep into those cavernous areas and why the dogs might be looking like they're having fun when they get that command to go search it's a it's impressive talk about tunnel vision and just go to work and they they they'll work themselves to exhaustion to find that person. And to me, that is just incredible. That's all that training paying off. It, yeah, it's profound watching these dogs work. Mm-hmm. It's a light switch for them. They're camp counselor at the station, uh, <laughs> albeit we're doing agility, we're doing obedience, we're always working on something. Mm-hmm. But when it's time to, when it's go time, it is, uh, they're a different dog. And it's really fun watching that. And it's great having the opportunity. Like Rob said, it's, it's a movie set. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, some of our members, we went to Universal Studios to train. That's so cool. And That's they awesome. said, wow, that, that is almost as cool as what we have. Because we have rail cars, we have buses, yeah. we have it, uh, tunnels, mm-hmm. concrete. We have a modified parking garage that's collapsed. Uh, and, and just the, the resources that we have, the, the support that we get from our special operations mm-hmm. and our management to support these dogs. Uh, we train twice a week. Delta trains every day because she's so young. Yeah. But all of our dogs train twice a week. And that's a profound amount of, that we ask of these dogs. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I could equate it to that sport analogy that you had, she's probably the decathlete, right? Mm-hmm. It's one, right. one discipline, but there's or one, one sport, but yeah. there's 10 disciplines. So we bring all of those 10 disciplines together for that one event. And, and that it's happens. really that human set. Correct. It, that's right. With, with, with Delta. Mm-hmm. Yep, it's that live find. She's a live find dog. Uh, when we we get kids at the station, we'll say, um, "Who plays hide and seek?" And of course, every kid says they do. Right. <laughs> we talked about yeah, this. and they and that's all she does. She to to dumb it down at the simplest level, she just plays hide and seek. Uh, and her reward is the play, right? right. So you, you'll hear us talk about the play drive, mm-hmm. that opportunity for her to play with the victim is the jack in the box times a hundred. <laughs> oh yeah, and it is. It is so labor intensive because we like multiple victims. So that's multiple jack in the boxes with high energy, (laughs) high reward. And she's like, oh, man, this is fun. She doesn't know she's going to find people in tragedy. She doesn't know she's working. Correct. It's a game. Yeah. Yep. It's very much a game. And uh, that's what we try to develop over and over and over. Well, that's pretty cool. Could you speak to to also that secondary job, that that unintentional job they play on... The, on the, on those uh, deployments where they are the morale boosters, aren't are you, they? Are you trying to make me cry? Yeah. I, I will cry <laughs> if you don't. So. Uh, yes, the morale boosting. Yeah. That's their job, right? Uh, so you, got, you got men and women working 12, 14-hour shifts in a tragedy, and a little buddy comes up and says, Hey, how was your day? Yeah. He wants to lay in your lap and yeah. pet me, right? You got Tell dog. us how important that is. Yeah. Uh, yeah I, boy, literally, I'm going to tear up. Yeah. But, uh, so I, I call it the camp counselor. Yeah. <laughs> um, so with my other dog Merlin, we went to Hurricane Florence and other deployments. Yeah. And it is, we, you know, we're we're gone from our families and our friends and our our own routines for up to three weeks. Yep. So to have a dog just sort of anchor us uh, when we go in these hurricanes uh, and, and earthquakes and, and these huge disasters, it's it is very traumatic. And for doing that over and over, day in and day out, can, is a toll. And to see. Uh, you kidding me? A blonde, beautiful dog willing <laughs> yeah. to lick your face and say, hey, "Seriously, be okay." <laughs> yeah. So uh, it, that's a wonderful asset that the dog mm-hmm. brings. It just lowers everybody's blood pressure, yeah. brings a smile to their face, and just a little bit of humanity and normalcy to a 
to an otherwise very tragic situation. Yeah, even with whether it be a deployment of X amount of days that you don't know when you even get to come home when, you know, the streets are flooded and you're still trying to rescue folks, but then even, you know, taking it home and you bring her to the station every third day. I can imagine you've got to be the favorite guy on your truck when you bring this dog every day to the station. I am so lucky. (laughs) Uh, I work at Station 12, which protects the mountains over here in in Central Phoenix, Mm -hmm. and they are very accustomed to having dogs. We have three dogs different shifts oh, there that's awesome. and guys are it's just a part of the crew. I love it yeah. I love yeah. going to a station when there's a search dog there yeah it's, I it's, love going anywhere with any yeah. dogs <laughs> in, in fact they, uh, August 26th I think we're doing National Dog Day and we're going to celebrate are. there with yes. all the search dogs yes. we are yes. because we're so thank uh, you he's a, he's a born promoter yeah he? seriously I know. he's Easy taking all our, our steam our producer yeah. here is letting me know we have one minute left yeah. I know it was going to go quickly but I will say this we will post a picture of we will have all the dogs, but we will have Delta on our Phoenix Fire Department social media. Oh, yeah. If you're listening and you're wondering what Delta looks like, she's gorgeous. She's mm-hmm. awesome. <laughs> and if you, uh, Phoenix Fire Department on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook, we will post pictures. And again, Dan, it was great having you here. Dan and I uh, cut our teeth on the fire department on an ambulance together oh. way back in the day on Rescue 17 in Central Phoenix. Yeah, about and, three blocks from where we are today. Wow. That's right. And, this is uh, so cute. So it's I all love coming it comes full circle. Full circle. But Dan is definitely one of the leaders on this team as far as his expertise mm-hmm. and experience with the dogs and uh, being in, 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 in what we do, it's just great to have this asset to the Phoenix Fire Park. So, Dan, thank you for joining us. Thank you and for having us. Thank you, Delta, for joining us. Yes, thank you, Delta. <laughs> thank you for joining us on Valley Watch, and we hope to see you next week. Thank you for coming.